Hello, you little mimosas, and welcome to episode 15 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined live at Brewwagon Coffee and Bikes by my blogging partner and crime, Renee. Hey. Uh, our favorite bourbon expert, Nathan. What's up, folks? And America's Next Producing Superstar, Carrie. Chef, my equipment will work. <laughs> yeah, we're having a little technical difficulty, so hopefully we'll make it all the way through. We'll find out. Um, we've been teasing this show for a couple of episodes now, but in case this is your first episode with us, we'll do a quick recap for you. We're doing the slide podcast episode as part of Mayhem and Mimosas, a very wine and Pop-Tarts Christmas part six, a local holiday fundraiser put on every December by our good friend and second time guest, Brett Smith over there staring out the window oh sorry hey good morning (laughs) (laughs) this is and always has been a free event that's open to the public for a good cause and after this episode wraps up we'll be hearing some live music from the band normal people a local duo consisting of members brett wolf and brian bulkley and then brett will be showing us the world premiere of his newest short film little smokies and more importantly, this is a fundraiser for God's Pantry, so attendees to today's show have been encouraged to bring some unopened, non-perishable food items to donate to people in need. And I've been to all of the past wine and Pop-Tart events, but this might be a first for everyone else on the show, so I'm excited to see what you guys think. Mm, we're hoping to have a couple other guests, but since we're having a little problem with our equipment, uh, we might just be only having bread. So. Uh, I'll you make can, it count. Heck yeah. <laughs> you better be the best guest we've ever had. If I can stop staring out the window. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I have faith in you. There is oh. some wild shit, though, that goes on on this corner. Just in my defense. <laughs> Last night when we were setting up, we set up the night before, and uh, there was a car that drove by and got stopped at the light. Thank you. And uh, it was a, a white sedan that had, like, electrical tape all over it. With, like words written in electrical tape. So the side of the car that was facing broom wagon said got MILF with a question mark. <laughs> and then the back as it drove away said send nudes. <laughs> didn't offer a phone number to do that, but I was about yeah. to say if you didn't uh, did you oblige? I probably would have tried. I mean, honest. did they want live nudes? Is that what they want? Just <laughs> did they want what? Live nudes? Oh, like yeah. Just drive by and everyone's like naked or what? I don't know. It's a drive-by flash is what that is. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. Flashbang. So I didn't see that. That's not what I was staring at. But <laughs> the, you're you're pretty much guaranteed to see a lot down here. I just remember the last time you had an event here. Um, they were playing out back. Uh, Brett and Brian were. And... Um, a car pulled up playing Hey There Delilah at yes. just top like volume in their car. And in then the light was green, so it was just sitting there yeah. playing Hey There Delilah for several minutes, yeah. which was awesome. That was part of it. It was a great time. Yeah. Let's hope that show is as great as this one. <laughs> Let's hope they're all equally awesome. Some more weirdos come by. But um, you can find us on social media at uh, the blog, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and on Twitter at BB and Eats. You can find Nathan on Facebook and Instagram at The Bearded Bourbon Air. You can find Carrie on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Beer Sports, and on Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. And she hosts the podcast Girls Beer Sports every Monday, and you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY, and our podcast comes out every other Tuesday. So please subscribe and listen if you feel like it. Uh, 
if you like what you're hearing and would like to hang out and chat for an hour or so, hit us up. Slide into our DMs and on Twitter and Instagram at HungryNKY or drop us a line at HungryNKY at gmail.com. And we do Skype calls, too. I mean, Carrie's super good at that stuff. So just let us know, and we'd love to have you on. So let's see. What have you guys been up to this week? You're looking at it for me. Well, I mean, it was, we are post-Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and mine was interesting. I'd say I would survived Thanksgiving more than just had Thanksgiving. Our water heater decided to leak into our basement. 50 gallons of water was in my floor. So we had the, the weekend after Thanksgiving, we had to have the plumber come in and replace a whole brand new water heater and we had to rent a dehumidifier and fans from Home Depot and pull our carpet back and try to get all the water out of my house. So it's been interesting past week. You missed a golden opportunity there by not following up with that, that you had a pool party in your basement. That's the direction you should have <laughs> well, went it, with that. Yeah. Luckily, it didn't get that far. Oh, well, that's Glass I mean, it, ru- it, it didn't ruin my major furniture, but I did all my crafts, which, you know... For the people that do crafts, you have a lot of money invested in that kind of stuff. And I lost almost all of it and had to throw it all away. So, you know, it's just, I guess, I'm no longer doing crafts because I'm not buying it all back. <laughs> so, but how was your weekend? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, other than that. We asked about your weekend, not your basement. <laughs> I didn't ask about your personal problems. I asked about your weekend. Um, but other than that, we had, uh, we still ended up pulling off Thanksgiving. My family came in from Harlan. And we done the turkey and all the trimmings, and we made the best of it that we could. We, uh, I recorded the, the parade. We watched the parade. We fast-forwarded through the commercials, which made it a lot shorter. Uh, and we watched the uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. So it kind of felt like Thanksgiving despite the water situation. Well, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, we made up for it with all the good food. Nathan, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was pretty short. I uh, made a short trip to West Liberty, which is my hometown. Uh, didn't eat a lot of food, sort of, uh, I sort of just donked all weekend, basically. Uh, I've been having to lose weight, so I have to watch every single bite that I eat. So it's not been, uh, it's been a pretty unproductive Thanksgiving. Didn't spend a whole lot of time with family, just sort of, uh, it's a miss, Thanksgiving miss in this, from this perspective. Well, um, that after we recorded our last episode, I lost my voice completely and did not have a voice for five days. So yeah. I, too, had a great Thanksgiving. We all had great Thanksgivings, that sounds I like. did. I made it great. I absolutely made it great again. Hell for sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the campaign worked out. It did. It did. I feel like it did. I saw the can of cranberry sauce on Twitter. Oh, rib it was ripped for, rib for your holiday pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> absolutely. Shout so out to, to Lauren from GBS for coming up with that. Heck yeah, it looked like a, an excellent time. I you're, mean, but you're uh, so your Thanksgiving video, the thanks for making Thanksgiving great again, the little video you posted afterwards was, mm-hmm. it was or that morning. I was watching it um, at a red light because I would never be on my phone while I'm driving, but uh, it, I, I laughed very hard. Oh, with the, the <laughs> Santa onesie, yeah, it was, hey. Well, didn't know you were there, and then I was like, "Oh, that's so great!" Oh, the standing by the <laughs> yeah, fireplace. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The Santa one was great too, but I can't yeah. get I can't get behind that campaign though. If nice. you're uh, if you're not friends with me on Facebook, I'm sorry, you're not going to see those videos. <laughs> you missed out. Yeah, missed you out. really missed out. All right. So while we have Brett here, we'll go ahead and interview him about his show today. So 
What can we expect from today's show, sir? Well, um, so Little Smokies is, we all know what Little Smokies are, right? Like oh, everybody yes. here. Ooh, okay. I love some well, Little if, Smokies. If you're what? I love some Little Smokies. He loves Little you, Smokies. Are you staying to watch so, it? Yes. Okay. You're. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure my mind will change, but just from what I know about Little Smokies, currently yeah. at the moment, I, I enjoy them. Embrace so your memories of Little Smokies. <laughs> you won't like it after this is what's now, because <laughs> in a, uh, about an hour or so, it's. We, we may not get along anyway. Well, you may not be speaking. Well, honestly, that wouldn't be the first thing that I love that's been tainted by something, so. <laughs> um, Fair. So if, you, if you're listening and you happen to not know what Little Smokies are, um, they're like the little hot dogs that are in uh, somebody's crusty old crock pot uh, <laughs> with barbecue sauce and or grape jelly. And I'm afraid of those. Like, I have a lot of food issues. Mm-hmm. Which it, it mystifies me why you invite me on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we enjoy your you and Renee are kindred spirits. Yeah, yeah I, I've heard. You know what? And they they still love me. So well, I'll take it. Um, so I legitimately have a fear of Little Smokies, and so this is a horror film about uh, that fear. You didn't see that coming. You should have seen Nathan's face. He's like, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I went there for like eight and a half minutes worth of horror. <laughs> nice. So you were you were just like going back in your brain trying to figure out an idea for a movie, and you were like, "Man, I'm so scared of Little Smokies." Well, kinda. I mean, I it, what it came from was uh, last year uh, we went to a potluck out of town, and uh, I asked in advance, like, "Are there going to be Little Smokies there?" <laughs> and because oh I always do. Like I, as humans are wont to do, um, and I was told no. Yeah, it's we get it. It's fine. There's not gonna be little smokies. I go and somebody last minute decided to bring a crock pot of not just little smokies but leftover little smokies. It sounds like I'm being paid by like Dude. a little smokies commission. Like I get a dollar every time I say little. No, smokies, leftover little smokies are kind of gross. A lot yeah. Gross. Do you have the same feelings about the meatballs because they do basically the same sauce? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan, but... Th- but those, the fear is not there for the meatballs. Honestly, I think the fear comes from just eating out of somebody's crock pot. Oh. Yeah, and just potlucks in general, I'm not wild gotcha. about. But that seems to always... Little Smokies are, like, pretty ubiquitous for potlucks. And it's also, like, not something that you can go to a restaurant and get. No, that's true. They, like, they're exclusive to shitty potlucks man so hmm. i'm gonna open up my own restaurant it's only gonna be potluck food well, it's yeah, you, it, i i tell you what if you do that it's gonna end up like frank's donuts on third street <laughs> i will take every action to keep it closed for as long as possible you're gonna call the health department make them come numerous times <laughs> I was gonna say, every church member everywhere will be if they love potlucks and they will be at your restaurant Mm-mm. you could make it money. won't be open everybody but bread you yeah. can call it uh you call it little smokies and more <laughs> just Lil Smokies though L-I-L apostrophe mm-hmm. so can you not even be in the same room with them or <laughs> I can I just prefer not to be okay so but yeah so um, they had leftover Lil Smokies at this potluck and when I walked in and they opened the crock pot it, it was legitimately like my heart sank and I just thought about it after that I was like that would make a perfectly adequate horror movie not a great one 
but very adequate. Oh, it's no Black Christmas. Well, it's I like, no Black Christmas. I like that your goal was adequate. <laughs> like, it wasn't like you were we like, can't I'm going to make it. the bar too high. Yeah, right. it's like, I'm not going to make an excellent one, but however, I will make it adequate and people will enjoy it. Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, a musical, in, brief musical interlude. Heck yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I can't wait to see it because oh, yeah, I love all the other ones with all of my heart, <laughs> especially the one from last year. It's still my the favorite. Bravoon. Yes, yes, the Bravoon is amazing. The Bravoon was previously my favorite, but now it's probably one, Little Smokies, yeah. Ooh, I can't wait. Um, so this is the sixth annual of Airy Wine and Pop-Tarts Christmas. How did you come up with this idea in the first place? I'm sorry, what? How did <laughs> <you come up? laughs> Technical difficulties. Are... I hear that. How did you come <laughs> up with the idea for this Christmas show? Uh, that's kind of a long story and your batteries are are not going to hold no you can tell it give go it ahead. a run no, okay. go ahead so this is the dumbest origin story of all time oh great um yeah that's, <laughs> that's quite the preamble i know um so like 2011 2012 something like that i would i think it was 2012 i was without even realizing it like pretty deep into a depression i didn't realize it until i came out of it and uh, yeah, this is gonna go places. But uh, during that time, I was trying, I was actively seeking things to do that would like get me out of my apartment and like do something good for the community in quotes, like Lexington. Um, and so one thing was, it doesn't exist anymore, but uh, Lexington Beer Works was hosting a toy drive for um, either Toys for Tots or the Lexington. Uh, fire department their toy drive and uh, you could get like a free flight of like pretty high gravity Christmas beers if you brought in a toy and so I did that uh, I went out and got a toy went and like claimed my flight and I mean I walked in like f- five to ten minutes after it started and their box was already full of stuff like that people had brought in within five to ten minutes and um so I like sat down at the bar. I was just like mystified. Like you all can do that. Like you can just do that. Like you can, you have this business and you, you say, Hey, we want a box and you know, you can bring toys and we'll reward you in a small way. That sounds fabulous. Yeah. There's RJ a train Corman. coming. <laughs> How often does a train go by? So often you won't even notice it. True. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it. Like I, I sat there and enjoyed my flight and just asked like a billion questions of one of the owners like so you just can do that like you can just say hey bring me a box and like we'll set this up to where it'll help folks that may not get help otherwise and they're like yeah is there someone we can call for you and uh, so it just sort of like that planted the seed to be like so I'm already doing this just like Beerworks was already owning their business like I can kind of do that like I can take my whatever wine and pop tarts is and use it to help folks and the answer was yes and I've been doing it ever since yeah that's a that's very so good wonderful. story yeah. <laughs> that's kind of maybe too real for your podcast I oh know, no, no we enjoy realness <laughs> we're very real here but uh I feel like you always get a lot of stuff for these drives though I think is this the first year you've done God's Pantry yeah okay it is it's usually because it's usually the firefighter toy drive yes awesome well I'm excited to see what all you get today it seems like the the barrel's already like halfway full so. yeah and we've we, not even started yeah we're still like an hour from starting it's pretty wild yeah. that's pretty awesome 
Um, do you plan on continuing the Christmas show in the future? And are there any other future shows in the works? Uh, yes, and and maybe yes. Uh, nice. Yes to continuing it, and maybe yes to a future show in the near future. Because we <clears throat> we shot part of Little Smokies at a tiki bar in Louisville called The Wimbo, and you guys should check it out. It's great. Uh, and they had mentioned maybe doing uh, like a screening or a, a Louisville premiere of it there. Um, so that may or may not be in the hopper for Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Well, uh, that's all I've got. You guys have any other questions? I mean, I feel like you covered yourself pretty yeah, I don't, there. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to add. <laughs> well, any, uh, is there any plans to do uh, to revisit something, uh, something at Pivot someday? Like kind of how you're doing Second Sunday Sam. Maybe not necessarily that, but just maybe something else. Yeah, I mean, we, I wanted to do something at Pivot this year, and they, their community room books so fast that yeah. I reached out in, I think, October, and they're like, yeah, we've only got like one day left, and it's at like 6 p.m. or oh, something like that. Oh, that's ridiculous. I know it's, it stays pretty booked on Sundays when I'm there, but I, mm-hmm. I was just thinking, I was like, man, it would be really neat to have something else that's not a – I don't know, like a wedding reception or a, a birthday party there at some Baby point. shower, yeah. Baby shower. <laughs> yeah, Nathan works there on the weekends sometimes, mm-hmm. so he could have been your in. I just drag-assed around till too late. It's my fault, but yeah, no, Pivot. It's all good. Pivot, they're good folks, and that their community room, if you're listening and you haven't utilized it, it's pretty top shelf. I do enjoy it. That's where Carrie first got to see a Black Christmas. That's yes, right. yes, it is. Are you going to see the remake? No, I can't, good. I can't do it. It looks like trash it's anyway. Garbage. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's garbage. It's, it's PG thirteen yeah, horror. Exactly like, right. And it's it's just no. It's garbage. Garbage. Why they would remake that? I mean, they're just not going to do it justice. I don't want to see sorority girls fighting for their lives. Well, you hear me, Brian? I just want to see Christmas remake. the psychological Garbage. impacts. But the thing, of an, <laughs> the, the thing of it is, they're not of gonna, an unplanned pregnancy. They're, they're not going to be able to capture that, that social commentary that the original well, one did. Well, some things no. just yeah. don't need to be touched. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thanks so much for being with yeah, us. Yeah. Thank today, you guys Brent. for having me. Thank you all for coming and yes, being part of it. Yes. Thanks for letting us be a part. Technical of it. difficulties, but now nah, we'll get through it. Eh, it'll be all good. Can Thank I go you. home now? You are free to leave. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all. All right. Um, Renee, you have some news stories for us? It's uh, Renee's report time. Yes, and they're not very long. So um, I know this one will make Carrie happy. Drake's in Hamburg has their official opening date of, of December 9th, so that's this coming Ooh, Monday. Pretty that's excited tomorrow. about that. I've nice. been, you know, so I drive that way to go to work every day, so I have seen that building go mm. up and come to life, and they had the TVs on. Uh, nice. Like, like Friday or something when I drove by. So. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just had their soft opening two nights ago. So, yep, uh, so it's, it's the real deal. It's really yeah, happening, guys. I know a bunch of bloggers that went to that. Had a, I guess they were giving everybody free drinks and food and whatnot, naturally, of course. Mm, I see a bluegrass <coughs> bourbon and eats. Didn't get an invite to that. Thank you. Mm, no, I know. The salt. Yeah. Rude. The salt um, grows. Well, as uh, Brett also said, Frank's Donuts uh, has officially opened on East 3rd Street. Um, this is their first Lexington location. They are also located in Georgetown, Winchester, and Paris. So that puts us, we have quite a few uh, donut places in town now. Are they the ones with like the 60 cent donuts or something mm. like that? Like really yeah. super cheap donuts? Yeah, I think so. 
I think I'd like to try them just because I've never, I've never had theirs. Yep. I think I've had just about everybody else's in town. So yeah, I feel like I've had enough of everybody else's donuts. I don't need any more donuts. If it's not Spalding's, Daddies, or Donut Days, I'm just kind of like over it at this point. I like North Lime Donuts a lot, but I just, I'm never on anywhere side of town that it's convenient to get them. So, well, right now you're on this side of town to get them, but they'll be closed by the time we get done here. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, last one. Pazzo's Pizza Pub is, is closed until further notice, according to the Lexington and Herald Leader. Yeah. yeah. Pazzo's has been open since 2000 and has switched owners one time since then. And there is a note on the door that says closed until further notice. I got kind of a lowdown on that, which I will have to tell off the air. Well, oh. that's fine by me. It, once I changed hands, I was no longer a fan. So, Yeah, there's there's some validity to that. Statement. Good. I, I feel validated. I look forward to hearing about it. Me too. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, Nathan, what's your bourbon of the week? Bourbon of the week, it's actually, uh, so I've not drank a lot of bourbon since I've been having to cut weight, but, however, I will say I have found some pretty good bourbons, uh, so I will talk about some of my, my hunting for the bourbon season, because tis the season for, for bourbon hunting, the fall, starting sometime around, like, late September, early October, start uh, tater season starts. If anybody doesn't know what a tater is, those are people who plant themselves outside of liquor stores and wait for bottles uh, like uh, Buffalo Trace Antique Collections, Pappies, you know, your standard uh, tater bottles that are that resell for a higher value than what they're sold for. Uh, but, however, I, I have found a few bottles. Uh, first one, I found a uh, Evan Williams Single Barrel Vintage um, uh, 111 proof. It's a Derby Festival uh, commemorative bottle with the gold wax. Pretty happy to find that one. I'm not a big Evan Williams fan, but that single barrel vintage is a favorite of mine. The higher proof helps out a lot. And I've also picked up a Weller full proof uh, store pick, and then I've also picked up a Older at Van Winkle tenure, so the 107. So pretty good, pretty happy about my find so far. So big thumbs up to me. Nice. A bunch of people would probably be a. Uh Fighting you over those. So. Oh, I fight him over it, all right. I tater up. <laughs> tater up. Call Hashtag French, tater up. Call me tater tot. French fried taters. <laughs> <laughs> well, good deal. Well, we're just going to move right along this week to our food fight cage match, which is actually not a cage match this week because we're at a place that has food. So... We are, as we said before, at Broomwagon Coffee and Bikes and... Besides being a bike shop, they're also a cafe. So this morning we're having brunch. So I figured we could talk about all the food we're eating. So, uh, Nathan, what food did you eat? Uh, I had the, uh, uh, I had sort of like a, sort of like a breakfast sampler thing. Can't remember what it's called on the thing. I think it's the breakfast for champions. Or yeah, something? breakfast champions. It was a uh, toast and jelly, uh, which the toast and jam. I guess it was more of jam because it was more of like a more to where you can dip it, which I alluded to Renee because she was trying to spread it. And I'm like, this is not one of those spreadable jams. You can just dip it. It's it's fine. Uh, but And then I had some over medium eggs and some bacon. And the coffee here is actually probably better than anywhere else I've had so far. So Ooh, I'm nice. pretty, pretty excited. And I drink, a lot of, I drink a lot of black coffee. So, so far, this, is, this has been the best. Awesome. Renee, what did you end up having? Um, I got a toast with sweet uh, sweet jam. You had the option of sweet jam, a spicy jam, or a peanut butter. And, uh, and I went with the, the sweet jam. 
And my grandmother growing up in Harlan, a lot of times we would just have toast and jelly a lot of times for breakfast. And I seen that little menu and I was like, that sounds like something for me. And then I also got a pretty cup of hot chocolate and, um, and I have finished both, and they were delicious. Yeah, awesome. the hot chocolate was very attractive. It came out with a little little cream uh, flour on the top. Yes, we will be putting a picture of that on Instagram so y'all can see. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty sensual. Nice. And then I got the grits bowl. It's the local uh, what's it called? Weisen Weisenberg. Yeah, yeah. I can never remember the name of it. Weisenberg Mill grits, cheese grits. And it comes with two over easy eggs. Um, it had some cheese and tomatoes and green onions. And that's really good. It all comes in a bowl all mixed together, just like how I like my food. And yeah. then I got a cider mosa, too. It's Wisebird cider, which I haven't had yet. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm going to have to get something to eat after we get done recording. <laughs> so, yeah, I had. Somebody had a late night. Yeah, I, that, that, that's the thing. It really wasn't a late night. It was just. When you start early, <laughs> it never you, ends well. When you start early, that's right. It never well, you ends can't well. start. You can't be drinking all day if you don't start in the morning. That's true. And we heard that bit of wisdom. Yep. In this very I, place, that wisdom yes. was imparted on me yes. not thirty minutes ago, and it's changed part of my life so far. <laughs> <coughs> not my whole life, but at least part of it. A good chunk of it, you would say. I would think so. Okay, and um, Broomwagon works with a few different local bakeries to round out their menu, so I thought we'd give those a shout-out. They work with Sunrise Bakery, Sunflower Sundries, Clark Family Farms, and Bluegrass Baking Company. So that's yeah. very cool. Uh, we, you know how we feel about local businesses, supporting oh, yeah. other local businesses. They share local bakeries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many good ones around here, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, right. I have to say, this is my first time in this place, I think. Is it yours, Carrie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Nathan. I've like, been here one other time. But yeah. yeah. Um, that's really cool. This this place is kind of interesting. It's not every day that you see this kind of setup. So they do sell bikes. And when I say bikes, I mean bicycles, not motorcycles. Um, and they have a counter in, right here in the middle where they will work on your bike while you can sit there and watch them. They sit there and talk to you. Um and then and behind it, they have their cafe area, and they have some food. And then they have tea and coffee. Um, let's see what else. Uh, like, I had hot chocolate. And then they've got all kinds of different options. You can sit inside. You, they also have tables that you can sit outside. This is kind of a really cool place I did not know existed. Yeah, they have, like, a fire pit and stuff out back, too. That was There was a Wine and Pop-Tarts Halloween show here two or three years ago. And oh, nice. we sat out there about, around the fire, and it was pretty cool. Well, that's tits. That's where we heard, hey there, Delilah. So, so on their website under the About, I'm always interested anytime we go somewhere how someone gets comes up with the name or decides on the name of a place is it always has a unique story about it. So on their website it says, in European bike race culture, the broom wagon is a mechanic van slash first aid crew that sweeps behind a race picking up injured or worn out uh, riders unable to make it to the end and fixing broken bikes that have fallen behind. It was the perfect symbol for, for, for their bike culture business that they've opened i don't really even know what to call it because it's kind of like a restaurant bike well, repair place I mean, all in one that makes total sense for it to be called the broom wagon then because uh, i mean when you sell coffee and food that's kind of like a it's supposed to be like a little jump start or a kickstart to keep you going mm-hmm. to like keep pushing you on or i mean well, this is definitely life, unique yeah. there's not like a ton of these around here so this this is a pretty cool place 
Yeah, I feel like you can find a bike shop on several different corners, but you won't find one like this that I've known about anyway. Seems like they have everything you need in one stop. Yeah. So. Not a lot of one-stop shops nowadays. Yeah. A lot of specialty places. Plus, this is an area of town they're trying to build back up, too. So oh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff around here, like Rock House Brewing is just across the street. Oh, is it now? It's just over okay. there, across the train tracks, I think. Oh, I've never neat. been there, but it looks cool. I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, I have friends that like to go there. So. Well, I feel like cool. if biking is something that you're into and you want to come to a place that other people around also have a similar interest, you could meet some people um, here this would be a great place to come and hang out and get to know some other people that have similar interests as you so I think this is just it's uh, it's just it is different I will say that but it's a good difference yes good difference very yes. cool okay um, I believe it's Renee's events time now so tell okay. us what's going on in the next couple of weeks there so i'll, I'll uh, make these as um, brief as i can as well <laughs> no, you can, so you're, you're fine you're fine you're um fine. the southern lots I don't, I don't i'm sure probably all of you have been at least once the kentucky horse park gets decked out with beautiful christmas lots displays and that everyone young and old would love just turn on your radio grab some hot chocolate, and drive through a four-mile self-guided path full of beautiful lots. After driving through, you can uh, you are invited to come inside where there's attractions, and they've got local crafts, model trains, mini trains. You can visit Santa, and they also have a popular exotic pitting zoo. You can ride a camel, if anybody's interested in doing that. I'm good, yeah. thank you. <laughs> but, uh, this goes through... November 29th through December 31st, and uh, you pay by the car load, not by the person. So uh, you'll just drive up, and uh, and it ranges from different prices. So you're looking at Monday through Thursday, you're looking at about 20 bucks for a car load. Uh, the weekend, just a little bit more expensive, it's $25. But if you're going to bring a limo, RV, uh, for that's about 15 people or more, you're looking at about $35. And if you bring a motor coach, it's 160 bucks. So just so you know, ahead of time. A motor coach? I haven't heard <laughs> someone call it that in a, my entire a life. That bus. is on their website. I guess a bus. Um, <laughs> is that like a, a bus slash RV type deal? Sure. All righty. Yeah. I'm going to blow your mind right here. I've never in my entire life been to the Southern Lights. Are have, you serious? I have no interest. I've never been. I but shall not be going. I see it. You can see it from seventy-five if I you're don't. driving on seventy-five. Yeah. So I can kind of you can kind of cheat. I mean, I imagine what it looks like in my head. That's fine, and it's free when you use your imagination. There you go. Four it is really pretty. We've kind of made it a little bit of a tradition. Me and my husband usually like to go, and we'll take some friends that have never been or family that's never been. And uh, there's times that we just actually drive through and we make it part of our uh, little Christmas thing that we do. So we, we really enjoy going. That's cool. We don't usually stop and go inside. I feel like that they said it's got its stuff for everybody, but I think it's more geared toward kids. Yeah. And uh, so we don't stop inside, but we do drive up and kind of go through it. It's it's really cool. That's Four cool. miles, though. That's That is quite a, yeah. a haul to yeah. look at lots. Like, a lot. I just was it last year that me and you went to Buffalo Trace and looked at the yes. lots and I was like they're not 
there's not a lot of lights here, but that's fine. This is fine for me. This is perfect. But you it know took what? us we got 10 minutes. <laughs> we drove 35 minutes yeah. to stay there for five minutes. But and it was we got fine. We spend oh, time together, and I enjoyed it. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, it was free. So yeah, that's cool. All right. Fair yeah, it was, it was free at Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Um, also, the Kentucky Ballet Theater presents The Nutcracker. And for some people, it's not Christmas until you've seen The Nutcracker. I know my new sister-in-law is a huge fan, and it's something that, that kind of embarks her as starting of her Christmas celebration. So um, the KBT will host their sixth public performance at the Lexington Opera House on December uh, 14th through the 22nd. And they have different times that they're going to be uh, putting on the show. And you can go to Lexington Opera House in order to be able to get tickets to see that. And they usually do a really good job. Um, and then the last one is with the new year coming on, you can celebrate the new year at the Red Mall. This year they're doing a, a radically... Uh, 80s style, bringing in 2020, and you can do a $10,000 totally tubular free play drawing, a wacky fun photo booth, party favors, food and drinks, they have free live music from 9 to 1 a.m., and they have a late night DJ that's going to be there from 11 p.m. to 3 a.m., and they also have a balloon drop at the fun zone. So if anybody's interested in renting the new year with them, they got some stuff happening. That sounds like it. New Year's yeah. Eve is just amateur hour. Yeah. It yeah. really is amateur hour. I can't even with it anymore. Can't go out. No, it's just amateur hour. I enjoy working on New Year's Eve now. We can just watch the ball drop on a computer, and yep. then we can go home. Yep. That's I mean, usually, that's where I'm I'll be. I'm far too old to stay up till 3 a.m. That sounds like a nightmare. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. I'm older know. than you, so. By like, <laughs> by like six months. The, uh, the problem, like four years since six The months. problem is, is you get everybody out there who's who doesn't really drink, and then they decide they're going to drink. Amateur hour. Yeah. That's the thing, and nobody's prepared for the volume of people that's going to be out at their establishment ever. So it's like everything's nut to butt. You can't move around in there. You elbow people. People are pushing people. Like every New Year's Eve is basically almost a fist fight just waiting to happen. I yeah, mean, just, I agree. <coughs> yeah. yeah, and I've, I've also what about those people that a... go to New York and stand outside? That's my worst nightmare. Miss me with that. Because oh. I was just getting ready to say that uh, I've grown not fond of being in a crowd. Yeah. Uh, any kind of a crowd, especially a crowd on New Year's Eve, or even a, especially even more so one at Times Square, I would have a panic attack and die. Yeah, that's airball for they me. They say that those people have to stand out there basically all day just and to see the ball drop, yeah. and it's so it's cold. cold. As yep. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I just don't think I could do that. But I mean, it it looks like everybody's having a good time, but I mean, I would have to be extremely drunk. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's cold yeah. as tits, but without the tits, you know, so it's not as good. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. So this year, I, I will know. be ringing in the new year at <laughs> at work, which is what we did last year. We turned it on. Uh, I, think I am too. Uh, Rocking New Year's Eve, I think, on uh, on the computer and sit and watch the ball drop, and we rang in the new year with our coworkers, and we're going to replay that again today. Or this year. Yeah. yeah. I'll sit in my desk and wear my festive hat. So yeah. it'll be a good time. It will be fun. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we're already so what we were drinking, too, which is all fairly local. And I've really enjoyed this um, cider mosa from uh, Wise Bird Cider. Now I kind of want to go there. Sorry to yeah. cheat on my friends at Pivot, but... It's fine. We, uh, Pivot's we, always my favorite. I mean, we did a collaboration for Saturday, so us country boy and uh, Wise Bird. So, I mean, it was, it was totally fine. But uh, what they call it, I think it was called the... The country swivel, I think, is what it was called, or something swivel. It was, uh, it was pretty good though. I liked it. Interesting. Well, I'll try it, but I'll, I'll always come back to my first love of pivot brewing ciders. Um, so I think that's gonna do it for us in our abbreviated live episode here at Broom Wagon Coffee and Bikes, because we're gonna uh, let everyone else get set up so we can enjoy normal people and the world premiere of Little Smokies. Yeah, but this is fun. First remote. Yeah. First right. Remote. Yeah. I had a, a minor, minor, minor technical difficulty. Yeah, I think it turned out good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good. So uh, yeah. we'll reiterate our social media handles here real quick. You can find the podcast Hungry in Kentucky on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. You can find Carrie on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Beer Sports and on Twitter at JRLS Beer Sports. You can find Nathan on Facebook and Instagram at The Bearded Bourbon Air. You can find our blog, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and on Twitter at BB and Eats. And we have a website that we're getting ready to post another blog on in the coming days, hopefully. It's uh, bbandeats.com. So check us out. And then our podcast comes out every other Tuesday. Carrie's podcast, Girls Bear Sports, comes out every Monday. And thanks again for hanging out with us and listening to Hunger in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.